Welcome to the Dream Epic Podcast. My name is Teresa Farah, and each week I'll bring you a thought, a tool, a motivation, life hack, or a guest speaker that will help you level up your life to epic living. If there's one thing I know, it's when you dream big, you live big. But when you dream epic, you live epically. Get ready to live epic. Hello and welcome back to the Dream Epic Podcast. Thank you so much for choosing to join me today. We are on the cusp of daylight savings time. The change in the time is coming. I think it's about a week away. And I don't know about y'all, but daylight savings time at our house looks pretty gnarly. Um, in the three or four days after the time change. Always has. It is the toughest time change of the two to make, obviously, because you're losing an hour of sleep. And especially when our daughter was younger. So we uh, have some tips and hacks that were in place that we've done since she was little. She's now almost 16 years old. I still do the same things. It works for adults just as well as kiddos. So today I was going to share just a few of my tips that I use uh, to transist into daylight savings time. Which don't get me wrong, I love daylight savings time. It's an extra hour of daylight. However, our bodies were not made by God to be dictated um, by a clock. We have our own internal clock. It's called our circadian rhythm. And it is basically a 24-hour built-in clock that cycles between sleepiness and alertness. It tells us when to sleep and it tells us when to be awake. But we know that's all changed with the invention of the light bulb that changed everything. But there are things that we can do to make that transition easier for our bodies. So I'm just going to give you, like I said, a couple of little hacks and tools that you can use, especially if you have little ones. It is the hardest on the babies and the little small toddler children, um, especially. So anytime the collective time changes for pretty much an entire population, which I think there are many countries that follow daylight savings time, not just the United States, Um, you are going to see a massive manifestation of grogginess, uh, headaches. Uh, People are going to be grumpy. So a lot of grumpiness and there's a lot of insomnia. You'll also see a rise in automobile accidents and sometimes in health maladies. Um, And you can look that up, but it is, it's a real thing. It really happens. So One of the biggest things that we do here is that we gradually transition into the time change. So normally you set your clock back. I'm sorry, you would set it forward on Saturday night. I actually would start and change the time on Friday afternoon, which absolutely drove my husband insane because he would always have to ask me, what time is it really? But if you think about it, if you don't have to work, If you don't have an appointment, if you don't have places to be, there's really not a difference in going in head and making the transition on the clocks, especially if you have small children, because all clocks are pretty much digital nowadays. And so it's easy for them to see the time and know the time. 
And if the time says that it's still 7.30 and you're wanting them to go to bed to go ahead and get used to it, if you haven't changed it to 8.30, which is the time that it's going to be, they're going to say, but mom, it's still 7.30. It's just now my bedtime. So go ahead and make that transition on Friday. I just really recommend it. It's worked for us for all these years. And like I said, we still do it. And our daughter is almost 16 years old. And then the other one is um, to know how much sleep that you, you need. So you can either start um, by waking up 15 minutes earlier or you can go to bed 15 minutes earlier or you can try to do both either or it doesn't really matter i usually will start that on like tuesday i will go ahead and make that transition to going to bed 15 minutes earlier it's easier just for me to go to bed earlier so that way when the time changes i've already gotten 15 minutes padded in and i've had it padded in for about six days again Use this with your kiddos, y'all. It makes all the difference in the world. Keep your regular sleep hours even when the time changes. So don't try to make up for that lost amount of sleep because it's only going to just come back and bite you eventually because we all know we have to get up and go to work, usually on Mondays or be at work at a certain time. So go ahead and just fully make that transition and keep whatever your regular sleep hours are. Don't try to make up for them somewhere. Try to immediately get into natural light when you wake up, especially with kids, because this will reset your clock. Natural light is a beautiful thing. It is your best friend in the daytime, and it is your worst enemy at night when you are trying to go to sleep, especially when you're trying to get little ones to sleep. Y'all know, you know, when you're trying to get um, kids to sleep and it's 8.15 outside and it's still beautiful in daylight, they don't really understand that. Um, so try to get light exposure as soon as you can when you get up in the morning. And this is good no matter uh, daylight savings time, what time of year it is, any type of natural light exposure, even if it's just for five minutes, is a great reset for your circadian rhythms. Uh, of course, you're going to avoid stimulation, any kind of substances before you go to bed. So no alcohol, no coffee, no probably chocolate, tea, anything that would rev you up or keep you up. You want to try to avoid those for about four hours before you go to bed. And you can eat lightly at night. So I wouldn't eat a real heavy meal at 7, 7.30 um, because that sets off the digestive process and that's not going to allow you to fall to sleep fast. So you want to avoid eating a heavy meal late at night. And then, of course, create a sleep-friendly environment. You want it to be cool. You want it to be dark. Um, and whatever you do, don't play the, but the real time is this game. So on the Monday after the time has changed and the clock says that it is 11 o'clock, don't say, oh, but the real time is 10 o'clock. The faster that you go ahead and embrace the time change and settle into it, 
the quicker your body and your sleep is going to adjust and you'll get to feeling like yourself again and feeling better and not being as groggy and as moody. I know, um, especially with having a teenager, daylight savings time is a real booger. Um, usually by Tuesday or Wednesday for sure. I mean, she is just wiped out. Friends come to the house and they are napping on the couch after school just because it just wipes them out. It's Everybody handles the transition differently, but it is the hardest in small children and in teenagers. So please be very patient with your little ones. It's really hard sometimes when you're exhausted yourself and you're trying to get used to that time change. But just remember to be patient that it is a temporary thing. And within a week, for sure, everybody will be adjusted and back to normal. The time change is tough, but just remember to have patience with yourself, have patience with your loved ones, Give yourself and them grace. It is a temporary thing, but it happens every single year. And daylight savings time, as I said, is the toughest one to transition to because we do lose that hour of sleep. And if you don't take any of these tips to heart, if you feel like you've got it totally covered and you just want to spring your clock forward on Saturday night, that's great. Be sure that you do it. So thank you again so much for listening. And I hope you can use this tip and life hack that we've used at our house. Thanks so much. Thank you so much for joining me on the Dream Epic Podcast. I am so grateful for each of you. If you can take a minute and share this with someone that you think would love it and that would find some help in it, I would appreciate it so much. That would mean the world to me. Until next time, I hope you live, love, and dream epic.